can bob your head here. I need to get below the surface. People up there, they get me nervous. I wanna go deeper. All right, all right. Hey, welcome to the Root Issues Podcast, your midweek jolt for the day. Um, we are jumping on in and going after it. Today, I've got Alyssa. Hello. Her wonderful sister, Emma Hall, joining us. Hello, everyone. Well, where, where Happy you to be here. From? I'm visiting from Michigan. All right, all the way from Michigan. She loves and, and then we got Luke. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Mr. Luke. You hear him chiming in. So, yeah, Alyssa, sister Emma, she lived here. She was awesome. She rocked the place, and then she moved. She's, yeah, she's still back. kind of awesome. Yeah, she's still awesome. <laughs> she's still kind of awesome. I'm still here in spirit. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have some sister stuff going on today. But hey, man, we are jumping in. Steve, if you did not tune in, if you were not here on Sunday, yeah. I would highly recommend like best of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he best of the up, three so yeah, far. Yeah, best of the three so far. I mean, he opened up the sanctuary. He uh, People had questions. People had comments, which really built off of. And we're still in This Is Love series, but now... Now we're jumping into this one really dug in on John second John yep, and then all of the verses one through 13 and then it mm-hmm. kind of dove in a little bit to just third John and it was rich and so today we're going to start something a little different okay okay we're not going to do 60 seconds mm. no we're going to do this one okay? okay I call this questions upon questions and so is this like a middle school game or something yeah it's like a middle school okay Okay, great yeah and my wife keeps telling me to stop acting like a middle school no i love it but anyway so questions upon questions like i'm going to ask you to present one question that you have from receiving this message on sunday or whenever you tuned in and so we're going to start with luke because he's a professional podcaster and um one question okay one question you know, every time we talk about truth, I think one of the biggest things that comes to mind is like so many of us know the truth and so many things so like we know what truth is and we, we have it in front of us, but we still decide not to follow it. And we know the truth of the consequences. Mm-hmm. We know all that. So what is it in the human, like what is it in us that causes that? And it's obviously the flesh and the evil one, but like even like some of the best Christians and people that follow Jesus, it's just like they know it, but they still choose not to, right? So. Uh-huh. Just, just trying to figure out what really is the the root of that. I think is interesting always to d- dive into. Which one? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, no, I really like that question. You know, and to kind of summarize it is, it's like, you know, how do we really know truth, and mm-hmm. then why do we not just mm-hmm. lean to the truth? Okay, so any, mini, money, mo, catch up, person, by oh, Emma, she raised jump her in. hand. Jump in. All right, up. what's your question? Um, this is a piggyback off of a question that was asked um, okay. during the service, but someone had asked, you know, how how do you trust God? Which was mm. a very large yeah. net question. Um, but I think someone actually jumped in maybe a microphone or two later and started to answer it about how you have to build the trust and faith muscle. Yes. And so I think my question, because I'm kind of an analytical thinker, I'm a practical person. Yeah. I like to talk in practicalities. How do we practically build our faith muscle? You know, what are okay. things we can do on a daily basis that mm-hmm. helps us trust God? Um, not necessarily from a huge general, how do we believe the gospel, but how do we bring that into our daily lives? Awesome. And that's a question I've tried to answer too in my own life and I'd love to share later, but yeah. um, I'd like to hear yeah. you guys' answers okay. too. So we've got what is truth and why do we not move toward truth? And then we got how do we flex and grow our faith muscles? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Miss Alyssa. 
So I think the end of Second John was really good. Um, so starting at verse 12, I have much to write to you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. So my question would be like, how do we do that today? Because okay. I would think of like social media platforms mm -hmm. as being the pen and the paper, yes, like virtual yeah. stuff. And I think COVID really pushed everybody to be, yep. you know, more that way. Like it's mm -hmm. okay to just converse all over you know, technology, but, um, yeah, like how can we challenge ourselves to visit each other and talk to each other face to face? Cause that's harder, right? And yeah. more uncomfortable. So yeah. that would be like my question for myself, for yeah. you guys, mm -hmm. ideas of like how to mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love that. And you know, I'm going to give you the winner, winner chicken dinner because you brought in scripture. Oh, to your question. Well, I mean, there's yeah. only she 13 the verses to pick she from. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to read yeah. a lot. All right, Chris, we're not leaving you out of this one. What's your yeah, question? Okay, what's your so question? my question is, why do we tend to always like say, okay, I want to trust God, but I don't want to trust his gifts for me? Right. Why do we mm -hmm. shirk the gifts? Why mm -hmm. do we push the Holy Spirit back and say, I want to take Jesus, I want to take God, but I don't want to commune with the Spirit because it just seems like that is kind of the equation when you talk about like walking in truth, loving in truth. You can't do well, any of that Well, that comes back to my point of like the using your gifts involves interacting with the, the community, body. the mm -hmm. body, the family. And I think people are just so quick to be insular yeah right now yeah no totally things get uncomfortable when you're like talking interacting mm -hmm. having uh conflicts yeah right no i mean i mean i don't know how we're doing this format but i love that your question i love that like kind of luke's pointing at me i just like the record show <laughs> <laughs> like my question <laughs> very good and so yeah i think it was a younger kid that asked like how do i know i'm trusting yeah. god mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely and <clears throat> That's such a big question. And so it's a beautiful question too, because you see someone's heart like wanting to do it and wanting mm -hmm. to kind of be there and be like, am I doing it? Am I not doing it? And I think we make it so complicated. Um, right. But I think the answer, well, the concept of it is pretty simple. It's almost like riding a bike, right? So you start off, you have training wheels, you kind of like, you're putting your faith in the bike, but yeah. you, know, you, got, you got support there. And then slowly, the more time you spend with the bike, the more time you're on it, the better, the better you get. All of a sudden you turn to someone like Samuel, right? In the, in yeah. the bike park. And then oh. all of a sudden you're teaching other people how to ride their bike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're learning from other people that are even better than you riding their yeah. bike. And all of a sudden you're a pro, right? And so that's kind of, it, it can conform to any relationship. But just if you, if you want to think, like, see if you're trusting God, are you with God? Mm -hmm. Like, let's, are you using the bike? Are you on the bike? Are you getting better? Um, and maybe this is kind of a crappy analogy, but just like. No, it's really good. Because really like it goes it. to your yeah. actions, yeah. right? Yeah. Like every time we're like, Am I doing something right now? Look at your actions, not what you right. think. Not well, maybe what you think, but not what you're wanting to do. But your reactions and your the things you're doing are mm -hmm. going to prove what you believe. Right? Yeah, and so. you have to have trust in like stepping out mm -hmm. and doing those, and then you're going to get feedback. Yeah. from either the other bros at the park being like, "Yeah, man, you suck at," or like when you fall, yeah. they're going to be like, "Oh, here, here, I'm going to go now. Yep. Like, watch yeah. me try." So I think that it's the same with trusting mm -hmm. and with that faith muscle you yeah. have to be surrounded in community or have your mm -hmm. family yeah. you know like pointing things out when it didn't go wrong what mm -hmm. was a mess or well i mean i like that right. because it is it, it almost talks to discipleship yeah you know just like are you around other christians some who are further down the road 
and some who are maybe a little behind you and yeah. you're learning from each other and supporting each other. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, I love that young man's question because it's a question that a lot of people have. Oh, yeah. Like, how do I know that I'm really in a relationship with God? Mm-hmm. You know, and then one of the responses that came from the crowd and then Steve confirmed, you know, and brought it to solidify was testimony. Like, do you, can you remember the things yeah, God has done? Yeah, that was Christie's. Done? I clapped. Yeah. Shout out, Christie. Yeah, yeah, shout out, shout out. But yeah, like, you know, like, do you remember what God has done? You know? Yeah, starting and I mean, with thankfulness yeah. when you're praying and stuff. And and she had said in her answer, I'd written this one down because I liked yeah. it so much. She said, just like a friend, you have to get to know God. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we put him up on a shelf or even the truth of the gospel it just feels so um, intellectual, which yeah. I know Steve had brought up as well of intellect. I, I think he put it as the hardest barrier to come to faith is the intellect. Yeah. And if you're thinking about trusting God as just this intellectual challenge yeah. or obstacle to overcome, but then she just brought it right down in her comment where she said, just like a friend, you yeah. have to get to know God. Yeah. And one of the things I've been doing in my daily practice is just sitting in the presence of the Lord uh-huh. instead of actively praying all mm-hmm. the time as well. Absolutely. And I learned that from um, just a friend in Christ as well of, yeah, daily presence and mm-hmm. flexing that muscle. That's when you get to know God. It's not just yeah. reading or intellect or, or asking, gaining coming knowledge. With your list. It can it can yeah. just be presence, and that's just like you said, a muscle that you have to flex every single day. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got some. Well, that's, that's what the Pharisees were missing out on, right? Yeah, they were absolutely. Just knowledge, knowledge, mm-hmm. knowledge, 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 knowledge. And I think a lot of my Christian faith has just been trying to gain knowledge and knowledge, reading books, yeah. reading the Bible all the time, and it, it helps to a point. But yeah, you can also do that on the atheist side. You can do yeah. that on all these mm-hmm. sides. And when you when you start believing and just like trying to have facts be what proves your faith, mm-hmm. those it doesn't go together. And I'm not saying like there's plenty of facts to back up the Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'd argue that there's more that back than that back up any other faith or religion, but if it's not a relationship, you're a Pharisee yeah. in a way, yeah. right? Yeah, so. no, totally. I the, mean, the knowledge isn't what's life giving yeah. about mm-hmm. it or saving of the soul. Just like a friend, it. it's not what you know about your friend; it's what right. you do together. It's the experiences you have mm-hmm. together and the conversation yeah. how you help each other exactly. through. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and it's like you know the experience and the knowledge of a friend. Like yeah. I have knowledge of my friends that they are going to have my back be there for me because I've had experiences with them and the testimony like, oh, you know, like I've got two guys, like we don't ignore phone calls. Like if, it, if one of them called right now, I'm like, I'd have to take the call. Make sure yeah. that, you know, it's not something that needs to be addressed, you know? And so, yeah. And so there's never a hold button for those friends. And because we've done it for like five years, we have that experience that we mm-hmm. build off of it. Like I can call them now and I know they're going to answer. And so one thing I find fascinating about all of us in the the Western world specifically, I think Steve's talked about this as well. We are experts at compartmentalization or compartmentalizing our life. So I find it quite easy to trust God with certain things in other areas. Um, And so her answer really, when she said, you know, you have to look back at your life and all the little things and then, Mm -hmm. you know, push that forward of, okay, this is how uh, my, my faith and trusting the Lord will grow. But yeah, there are certain things and they can be big or small that yeah. are just really like even Stephen mentioned when you have a medical issue is your first call your doctor or is mm-hmm. your first call to sit down and bring it before the Lord. Yeah. And in our modern Western culture, yeah, it's usually to the doctor, yeah. but let's challenge that and, mm-hmm. and, you know, 
Talk no, about totally. That. Yeah. And just talk about that. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, in our house, that was something that was new to Elaine and I, like neither one of us were raised in that culture of operating in the spirit, which is kind of like what I was wanting to talk mm-hmm. about, you know, just like trusting God enough to trust the spirit to lead us. And so, you know, as we started moving in that and believing more for healing, more for just his immediate care for our lives, you know, we would pray, you know, mm-hmm. and then there was a time where Ambler and Samuel would play a game and one would run down the sidewalk and fall down and pretend like they were hurt and the other would run up to them and pray for them and then pray for them (laughs) (laughs) that's so sweet and then you know then you know and from our friend brent phillips you know we we learned the phrase at the end of that healing prayer like betta like you asked that question, you know, yeah. and so they would be like, Betta? And oh, be like, yeah. South African. And <laughs> then, then, then the next kid would then get to be the one who got to run and then right. fall down and then get prayed for. And so, you know, I'm like watching this happen. I'm like, I'm like this is like weird. Like this isn't the way either one of us was raised, but we've been able to move into that. And so, Absolutely. yeah, it is a practice in our home. Like we pray first, you know, we apply first aid if, you know, there's an artery cut, you know, common sense mm-hmm. and wisdom. But yet we're going to pray first. I mean, even when I ripped my meniscus off the root before I went to the hospital, I had all my XCT students and leaders pray for me, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah, just as that model. That's something Steve said, too, that yeah. hit home was like counseling. But I think in more broader sense, the world says I can do it. You know, yes, you, absolutely. You can do yeah. it. But when we it's like. No, God's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so do we have faith in God to do it? And kind of going back to what you guys were just talking about, Kirsty actually told me a funny story. She was on this big mission trip and they had a medical tent. They had a prayer tent. Yes. And they'd have people, they got kind of mad at the medical tent because they would take in the people first and like, uh-huh. no, send them to us first because they'd have stories of people that they got the brand new cast on. Then they uh-huh. come over to the prayer tent. They would pray for the broken like arm, completely heal the arm. Like take the cast off. Something like, I just got the cast on here. It's like no, yeah. take it off. You're healed. Yeah, takes off the cast and he's perfectly healed. And so it's just a waste of a cast. Yeah, <laughs> just like waste of Yeah, like yeah. I, I wish that would happen more often. And I think that'd be so cool. And I think just the Western world's done, like we're so ingrained and in we can do it. And medical yes. like and there's 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 this part there's a space for that. Obviously, well, yeah, totally. But it's just like what what comes first. So mm-hmm. I think that is really cool. And I mean, like the overall arching topic that we're kind of working from here today is called walking in truth. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of like what second John is addressing. And so everything that we're talking about, you can just apply that filter that we're, we're talking about, like, what does it mean to walk in truth? And I want to just run to this because I think it interweaves into all of our questions, but Steve was like, you know, what's the biggest hope that you have for your life? Yeah, I wrote that down. What is the biggest hope that you have for your children? And then if you go to second John, like, John is really pressing like Mm -hmm. our biggest hope for each other and ourselves is that we walk in truth. Yeah. And have grace, mercy, and peace because of the way that you're walking. Yeah. So like things are going to be tranquil and calm Mm -hmm. and you're going to be confident, unshakable. If like, you know, you understand this, um, hope for your life, what you're working towards, where you've came from, being Mm -hmm. thankful for where you came from, where you are today, and then like how you get there. You have to keep those visions and those, you know, dreams and desires like fresh, talking to them with about them with other people. Well, I listened to the Daily Audio Bible and today Brian read from Psalm 15 and Proverbs 3, 21 through 26. And then in Uh his uh, explanation, those were the two that he picked to talk about. And it was about walking in truth. Um, Psalm 15 is a description of the godly. And it starts out with the one who lives blamelessly practices righteousness Mm -hmm. and acknowledges the truth in his heart. And then it like goes on to explain like, you know, like he's going to be settled in 
and like okay yeah and anything that's thrown at him he'll be able to handle Mm -hmm. and it's like that's exactly what steve was talking about like yeah and then same with the proverbs you know it was about um maintaining sound wisdom and discretion don't lose sight of them they will be uh, like an adornment around your neck and then you will go safely on your way your foot Mm -hmm. will not stumble Totally. And I mean, when you apply that to what you were asking about, like, you know, this joy that can come from Mm -hmm. interacting, like being in somebody's presence, like, you know, if you're walking in those things, what is your reflection to the people that are around you? Right. And it's not a cockiness of like, well, nothing bad can touch me because, you know, I got God. It's like having the security to come with humility with your problems. Mm -hmm. We're all going to have problems. It's going to happen. It's like, how do you handle those problems then? Is it with this ego Mm -hmm. or is it like, you know, and an ego can include being a Christian and having Mm -hmm. a strong relationship with God. You know, guys can get egotistical about that, Mm -hmm. but it's just the balance of Uh like, I'm thankful for this. I'm in a really hard spot right now. Help me. Yeah. You know, friends in the faith. I need to be reminded of the truth. Yeah. That's just like an actually when we're teaching about Lazarus, right? Yeah. Like Jesus didn't come up and be like, Oh, I got this. He's dead. That's fine. I got this. Right. Yeah. He wept, right. There's, there's a time to weep and there's a time to rejoice and all that. And so it's a, it's a balance of that. Which yeah, is no, totally. Yeah. Like in just seeing that balance, like I don't want to come into a situation that maybe you or Carson are experiencing with my, supernatural ego yeah i want to come in with compassion i want to understand like your hurts and your pains but then Mm -hmm. i want to steer you back to do are you is there a lie there is Mm -hmm. are you in the truth are you walking in the truth here's an example of a time where i was in the pits yes Mm -hmm. absolutely and you know this is what yeah well, I thought that was going to be a good story. I thought you were yeah, about to like, give us a good example of a time you were. Like oh, I could. One thing I had written down that Steve had asked was, do I trust the power of the gospel? And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that does lead to what we're kind of getting at is the eternal perspective that yeah. you can apply when troubles do come our way. And mm-hmm. to just set the perspective again that the gospel does not have a promise in it that says you will not have troubles. That's mm-hmm. not that's, that's not, not the truth. That's yeah. the truth is that you will have troubles, but that in your weakness, God will make you strong. You know, yeah. he is our strength. You'll and so peace. yeah, it, you'll have peace through all of it. So I think that gets a little warped sometimes and it's good mm-hmm. to come back to remember just because we have our faith doesn't mean nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. So. Right. And I think it's false. Like a lot of people will compare and they'll look at others and they'll be like, oh, well, why don't they ever have to go through this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, woe is me that, you know, I have all, you know, I got dealt this hand. And it's like they have God's yeah. putting trials in their life too. And yeah. things that maybe that it's just not on social media or, you know. Do you guys think it's almost like more money, more problems, but like more faith, more problems in a way too, but you have that faith. Don't ask Carson about that. <laughs> he has so many stories and examples from working in the private bank about yeah. that. No, I mean, yeah, it doesn't, money doesn't solve your problems. Mm-hmm. I, I no. think we're, we're kind of getting on something too that's been super prevalent in my life. So I'm single, um, dating someone now, but have walked through single life for many years. And in some ways you start to tell yourself the lie that, oh, 
if I just have more faith or if that person had more faith, so then they got a reward, right? Mm -hmm. So then you start to commoditize your faith. So, yeah. oh, I just need stronger faith so that I can get something. It's yeah. it's not a transaction. <laughs> and maybe that's a, sort of an immature way to, to approach faith, but that's something that, you know, I, I did in my 20s of thinking, oh, I'm being punished for this yeah. or that. Mm -hmm. or, and until you can rise above that and really step into the real truth, yeah. even though, you know, I thought that was the truth, um, <laughs> you, you really don't understand the power of the gospel. Yeah. But, you know, going back to what you talked about, Luke, earlier, is you can read a lot, mm -hmm. you can learn a lot, but until something changes in your heart, um, which is that transformation, mm -hmm. I think, that we were talking yeah. about on Sunday, um, yeah, you can't commoditize faith. <laughs> no, and I mean, but I think that's like, you know, and it's definitely a Western thing, you know, yeah, like, right, boom, right. like, man, well, I got so much We have so, so many Catholics, yeah. too. Whoa, 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 whoa. No. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that guy made the comment of, like, I growing up thought I had to do thus and so, you know, when I screwed up, it's works. Well, yeah, well no, Steve it's, it's summed it up perfectly. He said, whenever you say Jesus plus something, something. you're on shaky ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it brings it back, and, and that exactly answers my question of oh if i do works yeah. jesus plus my works then i get xyz yeah you have to completely just level that thinking <laughs> yeah. because that is not that <laughs> no, is not totally. it. yeah and i mean yeah. like there is there's a works mentality in all of us you know because we go back to like what luke was saying like i can do this you know, we go into a works mentality for everything and so yeah it is it's jesus plus nothing and then it's the peace Mm -hmm. of like, okay, yes. I'm at peace. I'm single right now. I'd like to have a boyfriend. I'd like to have something happening mm -hmm. in my life. It could be something that's in your mind. And then the thief but, shows up and delivers the lie like, well, if you had more faith, if right. you just trusted in Jesus, you know, but right. really mm -hmm. it's, can you be at peace with where he has you? And trust even in that season. Even in that yes. season. Yes. And like, is there something for you to do in that season? Because I think where we get is like, you know, man, if I had more faith, I could see the dead raised. Well, like you can see the dead raised with just a m m small amount of faith. Minute, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. like you got to believe for it. Yeah, I think though, like that's good to say that, but coming back to Sunday, yeah. don't lose sight of the desire, the dream, the vision. Oh, heck yeah. You know, like yeah. you still have to have that. Like you gotta have the picture you, yeah. what you want. Same when you have kids, yeah. like constantly you have to be thinking, what is this one gonna look like when they're twenty, whatever? Yeah, totally. And like, and how and do then we what shape do I do now? Down? Yes, to, to get, get that through there. instead of like there. everything right now is just so short term, short term rewards. Mm -hmm. Like just get through the year, get through the yeah. day. You yeah. know, put no. them in the whatever so that don't deal with them, and yeah. then I'll deal with them tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just kind of got a picture of what's going on in Alyssa's <laughs> life. You know? I don't ever get to put them anywhere. They're oh, hey, we got a caller calling in. It's Carson. <laughs> I think They'll I think a lot there. of times too, like we pursue truth just for ourselves. Like I yeah. want truth. I want truth yeah. for myself. I want to know what's going on. Like truth is for me, and that's why I'm learning it. When I think we should be learning truth and gaining truth and knowledge and wisdom, not for ourselves, but to share to others. There's this great analogy that Sadie Robinson did. She was in this huge stadium. Mm -hmm. She told everyone to turn on their flashlights on their phone. Right? Yeah. Um, and so there was like all this light, all yeah. these lights in the crowd. And then she said, now swipe over to the selfie camera and it turns off. Yeah. And so when you're looking at yourself all the time, when you're looking to, you know, just use the gospel to help yeah. yourself, your light goes out. It does right? turn off. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a really cool analogy. Yeah. Like what, what are you trying to get truth for? Is it for yourself or is it to 
you can spread the gospel and yeah. spread the love of Jesus Illuminate to else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and be like a more peaceful member of society, like yeah. a more adjusted person. To totally. The rest of the I like to go with modern. revolutionary, but peaceful works too. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> revolutionary. Because <laughs> it's good. like an oxymoron. Like, I bring peace, but I bring a revolution of peace. Well, don't get me fired up. I can be revolutionary. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, so, but I mean, it's like, you know, so let's just jump in. Like, one of the things that Steve had kind of brought in was just how to love others in truth. Okay, mm-hmm. and so let's just start with a base foundation. Unless you love yourself and only receive what God says about you as truth, it's going to be real hard to love others, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, then we're kind of talking about that maturity. Then we're talking about like that illumination out. And so Steve started it off. He, he gave us a little bullet slide here. He says, how to love others in truth. You know, on Sunday, he said, you know, one, understand God loves you. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you can't grasp that concept, then maybe start there. Like I, I know there was periods in my life where I really struggled. Look, does God love me? Like, no. You know, he loves her and he loves him and he mm-hmm. loves her, but he doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. I got to do more so that he loves me. And so, you know, if you're kind of stuck, then just kind of start there. Yeah. Right. Just come but to the But that also place. doesn't mean you have to fix your past. Remember, you brought that nope. up too. Because mm. I, I do think that is kind of like the non-Christian view yeah. of things like get yeah. a counselor and work yeah. on yourself. And yeah. no, I think it's just like accepting that. Accept like Accept that truth. Yeah. God loves you. He God sent his you. son. Jesus died on the cross yep. to save you from your sins. Yep. So that's forgiven. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. Yep. Now take that and imply it. Yeah. No. To other but, people. but bringing it back to the scripture, um, I'm in Second John here. Um, Bonus points for Emma. I ask that we love one another, and this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. So you, you can't, well, I'm not going to say you can't, but the right order of things is to be obedient, and then from that, loving one another. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to do both of those things. So I do agree you can't change your past, and you know, Mm -hmm. your sins are forgiven in Jesus. Of course, that's the gospel. But I want to challenge people that you do have to live an obedient life and you should Mm -hmm. want to obviously um, out of love. But yeah, that's the other watered down part of Christian culture sometimes in America is Mm -hmm. just keep on going, do what you want to do. And, you know, and so there should be a heart change, a posture change there. Um, and in order to love one another, you do have to begin that walk to set your, your life. Right, like don't make the same mistakes you made. Those I'll, are forgiven. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. Okay, okay, okay go with it, man. So, so would you be saying Jesus plus obedience? Ooh, and that's a good one. Slam down, slam down, down subtracting points from Emma's four. Because that's a huge thing in yeah. Christianity. It's like right. the, the, it's such a gray area of like, well, okay, so I don't have to do works, so I can do whatever I want. Oh no, wait, I guess I can't do that because, and it goes back to the whole thing of like. No, you do it as a result, not because you have to. Right. And that's so hard to understand. But once yeah. you do understand it, it's so cool because like, it's just like if you love somebody, you don't love somebody because you have to. You don't do the take out the trash for them. You don't do all this stuff for them. You love them because it just comes naturally. And you, and you do those things in a result of that love, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. So, that's yeah. good, Luke. Yeah. That's hard to put into words, I think. It that's is, a yeah. hard one to explain. Well, when we were trying <laughs> the memory verse for the kids downstairs is First John four nineteen. He, we love because he loved us first. Uh-huh. And it was kind of hard to explain that to them, you know, of like, I know how to be a mom and love my kids because I, I understand, like, that's how Jesus yeah. loves me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's not. Well, but I mean, it's like, let's just be honest. You loved your kids before they loved you. Yeah, but I think when it comes to like changing the umpteenth dirty diaper, like the Risen Motherhood books brings that even back to the gospel. That's exactly like our faith, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. we're going to keep getting it dirty and Christ is going to keep cleaning right. it. Right. Yeah. And you it's can't like, live the so then you do that life, right. out of like joy for yeah. your child because same with the dishes, like. It's a cycle. Yeah. It's just going to keep happening. Yeah. And so if you remember that, then it can you can do it more with a joyful yeah. heart than just doing it to do it because it's a chore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the word we're looking for is delight, right? It yeah. Says like, mm-hmm. Delight in me and I will give you your heart's desire. Yeah. yeah. Because he made you with those desires mm-hmm. and he wants the best for you. It's not obeying you because I said so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I love you that I right. want you to do these yeah. things. So, yeah. we so like when you him. take the trash out, be like, thank you that I have this family I can take the trash out yeah. for... Yeah, that I had food that I could eat to put in the trash to take out. Well, I mean, I thank Delane this morning for taking the trash out. Because oh, with my nice. crutches, it's kind of an impossible Oh, yeah, jeez. Yeah, I know. But, uh, but so, dangerous. She's probably yeah. like, don't touch that trash. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> heal. So, I mean, but like this big concept is like, what does it mean to be yourself in love with God? Like, you know, you got to stretch it there. Like, you know, when you think about like, receiving somebody's love changes everything. Like when Elaine and I were dating and I knew first that I was in love with her, you know, then you're like, okay, I don't want to tell her. I don't want to tell her. Like, I don't want to be the first one. But then when I did tell her and then she reciprocated back, then it was like I was able to receive it. There was this enormous amount of peace that came. Confidence, yeah. Yeah, and I think so many people fall under, like, I'm disqualified from God's love. I'm disqualified Mm -hmm. from God's love. But once you receive God's love, you then understand real quickly, my past doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because I'm receiving his love. His love is still channeling to me. And so I think, you know, it's not Jesus plus receive, but it's like, just being able to defeat the mind and our own disqualification of that love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I wanted to say to that that younger boy yeah, on that Sunday boy. Who, who said, you know, how do you trust God? I, yeah. I've been a Christian my whole life and I've known the truth and I've known the gospel my whole life and I'm still struggling with just receiving his mm-hmm. love yeah. and mm-hmm. not feeling like I have to work for it. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope that's an encouragement to listeners, not a discouragement of it's it's such a gift yeah. and every you know a lot of people do struggle with it yeah. so it's just the way our culture is set up it it almost is too good to be true right it is and and i feel like i'm working through that and it's just this amazing gift yeah. mm-hmm. um, that you just want to share it's the good news you want to yeah. share it with everyone and yeah. there's in a way you can always trust him more too so you never mm-hmm. you right. never like mm-hmm. have a finished end goal of trusting in god i mean like one of the person right. one of the people who spoke into the message you know was said you know like man i just had to receive God's love. I don't look back to the past, even though my past is filled with all of this horrible stuff. I can move forward with God in this new life, in this new creation, this new transformation, and not worry about my past. I don't need to go fix that because he already fixed it and just receive it. And so it is, it's like this process of like, can you just do him and not do to get him? Right. Again, do mm-hmm. I trust the yeah. power of the gospel? Yeah. And that was Steve's big question. And I think it's one yeah. that we almost need to be asking ourselves daily. Mm-hmm. In the little things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, at the Women's Bible Study, Cotney Waldron always challenges us to search for the stars. Like, yeah. find a star in your day. It mm-hmm. could be getting a parking spot at City Market. Yeah. She was like, that yeah. could, That was my star for yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was running late, just needed it. And whoa, someone pulled yeah. out and I pulled in. And it's like, wow, I don't think I would have thought to thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
It's good. And so, yeah. And so it's like, you know, the, the, to just run through the list, it's like God loves you, John three sixteen, And then he bullet pointed, he has holistic health for you, Galatians 5, 22. Um, then you got, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, Philippians 4, 13. He they will have never, that as a memory verse yeah, too. Yeah, he will never leave you nor forsake you, Hebrews 13, 5. He has gone before you to prepare a place for you, John 14, 2. You have been set free from fear of death, John 8, 51. All of your sins have been forgiven, John 1, 29. And there is no condemnation in Christ, Romans 8, 1. You are a precious child of God, John 1, 12 and Romans 8, 16. And all of those promises are guaranteed to us because of the gospel mm-hmm. and it requires nothing from you it's great it is no. on us to accept it though well yes it is on us to accept us to believe and so that's like overpowering the knowledge that mm-hmm. you need to work mm-hmm. for it or earn it and then the ability to just receive yep. and having the humility to realize when you're maybe not and like you need to reset yeah do the reset yeah, yeah. get out of the ego state mm-hmm. So, anything else? Last comments, last last seconds. What do you got? What do you got? I'd like to go back to your question really quick. Uh-huh. Um, the, you know, I don't want to trust his gifts for me. Uh-huh. Um, just one quick testimony. I moved back to Michigan uh, for a job that uh-huh. by all worldly cultural standards was an incredible opportunity. Yeah. It did not work out. Okay. <laughs> um, ended up quitting after six weeks. It was not a fit with that boss. And I was you know, unemployed. Yeah. And it it gave me a pause to rethink how I looked at work, making money for your life, all those things. And through help of of other people around me, I came to this conclusion and I hope this, this is an encouragement for others looking at work or career, what they're going to do with their life. I wasn't looking for a job. I was looking for an opportunity to use my God given gifts Uh to create value yes. at a place and, you know, share who God has made me to mm-hmm. be with everyone else. Yeah. I didn't need to change. I wasn't looking for the job that was going to make the most money, you <laughs> yeah. know? And I mean, I can say that after 10 years in a career, it took me that long yeah. to figure that out, but God has given us each unique gifts yes. and we should lean into those mm-hmm. and ask him to bring opportunities for us to use those, yeah, totally. whether that's job, whether that's, a, you know, uh, role in a family, mm-hmm. being a mother. Um, there's a lot of different ways that he can use it. Our life. But it took going through a really, really hard time in my life to figure that out. But yeah. I would love to share that so that yeah. other people can yeah. lean into that. Right. You know, and recognize you, when that's being abused. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. God gave you gifts. Use them. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. And then trust that he's pulling those gifts out of you. Yes. Yes. So you got anything? Um, yeah, I think maybe instead of Jesus plus a bunch of things or one thing, it's mm-hmm. Jesus equals, right? Yeah. So just really, really think about what does Jesus equal mm-hmm. and wow. he equals change, right? Mm-hmm. And what does change do? It results in love and all, all these people, the fruits of the spirit really. Mm-hmm. Is what yeah, totally. So just, yeah. I think. Yeah, I Jesus. love that. Just Jesus equal, define that for yourself mm-hmm. from the word and then start there. Yeah. Yeah. And then mine would just be walk in truth first with your family. Yeah. Like I don't care how old your kids are, how <laughs> no. old your parents <laughs> never, are. Never, never too late to start. Even if they're not religious, like try yeah. to start there because God gave you those people. He brought you from those mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So that's where you need to press in first. And if you really don't have that, then you can go to your church family. Yeah. But first nuclear family, then church family, yeah. then our broader community. Okay. And, and everything will be okay. Learning how to share truth and love and not just sharing truth. Yeah. Because yes. 
<laughs> Otherwise, it's kind of all in vain. Yeah. And we, we want to come at you from love today. That's like when yeah. I read the kids the devotional and like my angry children <laughs> is getting through this. We're getting through the devotional. Not but the yeah. point, Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no, I mean, you know, I would just land it like, you know, be a lie detector, you know, and live in truth mm. and just really just kind of analyze like how you see yourself. How does God see you? Put it on the lie detector. Because especially as a parent, a lot of times you can see lies that your kids are living in and you're like well that's not truth i didn't say that but then yeah we we're, we fail to see the lies that we're living in and that's what's kind of perpetuating just the lie factory in Absolutely. the home mm-hmm. and so when you can just be like okay that's not truth because man when our kids are like spouting off lies like well you said that i never said that what are you talking mm-hmm. about you know you feel like you're taking crazy pills but then when you really realize it you're like oh man i'm believing lies and then so therefore they're believing lies and i'm believing lies about them that they've mm-hmm. got to overcome so that they can believe in truth and so yeah just believe truth about people that god tells you hey Thanks so much for tuning in to This Root Issues, this midweek jolt. We hope it jolted some thoughts and some things. You can always reach us at rootissues at ccaspen.com. We would love to hear from you. I'm always checking my email. Like, did somebody, did somebody, did somebody? <laughs> and so please just email me. Just say hi that you listen. Thanks so much for tuning in, and you have a blessed and awesome week. Bye. Bye. <coughs> <coughs> She's coughing. I need to get below the surface. I feel a bit that make me nervous.